welcome to And It's Writing, a live streaming podcast where two writers have a few drinks and revise our old writing while we talk about some writing-related topics. I'm Avery. I write adult fantasy. And right now what I am working on is I am finishing up edits on the sequel to my self-published book, and I'm officially on sub for my traditional published book. Yay! So I am participating in Query Trenches 2, Revenge of the Query. <laughs> and what I'm reading is I have just started reading um, Forging a Nightmare by Patricia A. Jackson for reasons which shall be disclosed <laughs> at a future time <laughs> but it is kind of an urban fantasy uh, that mixes up mythology about angels and demons and Nephilim and has a nightmare that's like an actual demonic horse. Its pacing is amazing like it is like a turn the pages sort of book so that's what if i had to pull out the best thing that i think it's doing right now is it is just i am churning through pages because it is a fast-paced book oh i'm so excited to start it myself for reasons <laughs> i'm dc i'm a speculative fiction writer i am currently uh i just started doing my edits after a bunch of betas sent me feedback and the feedback was pretty awesome except for i kind of botched the ending <laughs> i i i just i i i was doing the thing where i was worried about that word count number going up and you know the book as i gave it to betas was already 105 uh and they just you know people didn't even notice it was 105 when they read it they said and then they got to the end and all of a sudden it was really fast so i have added 10,000 words to it and i'm feeling pretty i'm gonna take this moment <laughs> to make a public service announcement and to wipe the grin off my face for like five seconds because like you know I, I think we keep this podcast pretty lighthearted and you know exciting and funny and but like, and I think, and I think a lot of podcasts do that, where I think that people just don't want to talk about the sads. But like, man, I've got the sads this week. You know, I'm worried. I'm worried I'm gonna mess it up. And I, you know, it's not always fun in games. We're not all full of confidence. Not anybody. None of us are full of confidence. And I'm just gonna <laughs> go live and say that, like, guys, this fucking sucks. Like, I'm scared. I'm scared, and I've been crying and. But you know what? I'm going to get through it and I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get this ending where it needs to be. I feel dumb for rushing it. I'm embarrassed. These feelings are all normal. <laughs> so if you've ever had these feelings, completely valid. Um, I feel fucking stupid for rushing the ending and now I'm paying for it. So guys, like, stay away from those word counts. They're always like, you know, like, oh, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't do the word count thing. It's got, it's got to be at a, you know, a spot that's acceptable for agents. <laughs> it's not, it's not true. None of it's true. Just stay away. Just don't even bother with it. It's, it's all just wibbly wobbly stuff. But yeah, but yes, that's, I think like the full emotional gamut is just part of the writing process. Yeah. Get a little bit of yeah. everything. Yeah. But you'll, you will get, you will we'll get this you got this thank you i thank i you. know you and i know what you're capable of and i know that a week from now you're gonna be like oh yeah i got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, it'll be fine it'll be fine once it's done and i started yeeting it out i just scared scared oh <sighs> anyway what i'm reading i finished the goldfinch again and uh recently I went back to just reading some David Copperfield by Mr. Dickies because <laughs> reading Mr. Dickies makes me happy. And yeah, uh, just just reading to make myself happy. And I just finished a book about beekeeping and I have started a book about making essential oils. I'm very excited. Ooh. Today, we will be combining some of the craft outfits we've discussed so far, such as filtering, passive voice, and action beats, while we clean up one of Avery's old online role-playing posts. Yeah. It's, yeah! It's very old, and it's very bad. Um, <laughs> I can't wait! I don't, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to fix it, but we'll see! In the meantime, I made a drink for this episode. 
And since we're combining a bunch of different things and it's kind of chaos and it's kind of messy, I made what is called, we called it trash can punch. It's also called jungle juice. And it's one of those things where when you have the like rager back when you're young and <laughs> de decide to have the party where everybody just wants to get drunk and you get to the end of the party and all you've got is a little this, a little that, a little half a, you know, a little like shot in a bottle. You mix it all into a pitcher and then you drink that. So I kind of just went through my fridge and mixed some shit and I forgot I was going to before the podcast started pour my Sprite in because lemon lime soda is a key element of jungle juice but I was waiting I didn't want it to go flat so we're going to pour that in real quick <laughs> but it's got uh, two flavors of Kool-Aid orange juice tequila rum vodka Sprite and some of this stuff that comes in a giant blue pineapple <laughs> I've always wanted one of those bottles for no reason it's actually pretty good I was leery of it because sometimes this stuff can get really sweet and gross but it's it's actually pretty yummy I also put it in for those who are watching on the live stream the plastic cup with your name on it that you get at the at the party I didn't oh man genius I didn't have any red solo cups so I had a clear one but that's what we used to do um <laughs> someone in chat just said give me 15 minutes I'll be at your house to help you drink that I have not tasted this. I literally just poured everything in. So we're going to see how it tastes. Wait, here we go. Oh, it tastes like college. Oh, gross. Oh. College is nasty, boys. Oh. It's like. <laughs> you look like you're soft, like you're in pain. Like, are you? It's are fine. You right? It's fine. It's just I've I've developed a different palate when it comes to drinks lately. <laughs> Yeah, that was me last time we went live when I made that weird drink that really messed me up and I was feeling it for three days. Well, I, see, I I made, mine's pretty Ooh. blue and uh, I uh, did not have any Kool-Aid in the house because we do not keep Kool-Aid in the house anymore. We used to. I used, <laughs> I, I have all this fancy liquor. <laughs> like I, I even, like, so I can't even make it, but like I, it's like vodka, limoncello and sparkling water and blue. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually now that I've like tasted it, it's not bad. It was just sweeter and stronger than I expected. But after that first sip, it's actually not too bad. It it kind of just tastes like or cherry seven up. It kind of tastes like cherry seven up, but with like what with like ass in it? The afterburn of cheap vodka. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seven up with ass. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. So yeah, that was the drink this time. We're really classing it up. Yeah. Ying. So today we're going to try to edit this. Try being an operative word here. Quick intro about what you're about to read. When I was in oh, high God. school, I was in a play by email RPG, which is where every person took a character and role played via email. So it was like round robin style. Uh, it was very loosely based on Sailor Moon, like a future, alternate future of Sailor Moon. My character was one of the villains and was very much a goth high schooler Mary Sue, as we will see. Keep in mind, this was also like eight years before My Immortal blew up on the internet. So I am not... You're talking about like My Immortal, like Evanescence or like... Okay, there's a fan fiction. It was like a very famous Harry Potter fan fiction. That was like oh. very bad and self-inserty called My Immortal that brought in. It was like, it was back when people would like name fan fictions after song titles. So it was after the song title. Song fic mm. was a thing. It was a dark time. You're going to see some similarities in this and that. But I did it first. <laughs> it was all your idea. Um, okay, so we will switch to the editing screen. And then we're just going to go through and kind of line by line go through and bring in all the different things we've talked about so far on the podcast. I already feel embarrassed and I don't even know what I'm about to read. <laughs> I do not vet these before I read nope. them. I just start reading them and hope for the best. Oh boy, that's a big, that's, that's a big chunk. Yeah. All right. Let's read this shit. And then we're going to edit it like old times. We haven't edited in a no. while. I'm super excited to edit. <laughs> If we can. All right, let's start. Falana gave a glance down at her 
perfectly manicured black painted <laughs> nails as she replied to Mal's question. No, I believe he probably made it up. The attention starved fool. She brushed a lock of her long, dark brown hair out of one of her violet eyes. <laughs> Think about it, Earth. She gave a, a short, derisive laugh. That planet has been practically picked clean of energy. Nothing of worth exists there any longer. I can guarantee you that. Wow. She sighed as she remembered her duty. I'd better get back. Who knows what ruin my house may fall into in my absence. She sighed again. Slowly. <sighs> you know how to summon me if I am needed. Mal gave a faint nod. I don't even know who's talking anymore. <laughs> Continuing. <laughs> and with that, Falana twisted the silver band on her, on her left middle finger, murmuring the word that activated the teleportation <laughs> The ring was forged by a member of her house, House Lycanthro. Lycanthro was renowned, renowned, renowned for their abilities as silversmiths. Falana smirked. Odd that old legends referred to silver <laughs> as the metal of choice to harm shapeshifters. Her ring was also enchanted by a member. Of <laughs> what? No, no. Her ring was also enchanted by a member of House Apocalypse to facilitate her quick arrival if an emergency meeting was called. She was engulfed by... <laughs> so close. <laughs> she was engulfed by a hazy violet mist, and when it cleared, she was in her own chambers. I left this one kind of long because we're probably going to get rid of most of it. <laughs> thing about this is there's like no paragraph breaks nope. or like yeah like those of you who are just listening like it's literally like there's no paragraph breaks or anything it's just like there's one <laughs> I was gonna say there's break. one there's one paragraph. It's like, it's like there's like no connection between the sentences at all nope. so that's why I keep laughing because like every sentence that I was coming to, I just wasn't expecting because it's just like derailed. Like the judge like, oh derailed. Like especially right at the end there, I was just like, wow, there's there's a lot to unpack here. We got, we got some info there's dumping. So much going on. Like I you could stayed on one subject a little bit longer, you know, every once in a while. Then it's just like every sentence is just taking me somewhere else, you know, like no. In my defense, this was an online play by email RPG where you kind of had like a post length where you had to like accomplish a lot of stuff. Oh, really? They they did those when you had like a post length? They didn't really, but I mean, you didn't want to write an email that was like four pages. Um, so you were like, okay, I got to get going here. I got to go here. I got to go there. And I got to do, do it in like a page so that people don't get bored because we were a pretty active group. So, you t that being said, I have seen role players do a pretty damn good job of not. Uh... Oh, it can be done much better. <laughs> oh, oh yes, for sure. Very, very excited to do this one. I, I do think it's editable. I, I do. Someone in chat I says Avery loves to torture DC, and then <laughs> also said, "To be fair, this is the kind of reading I read back then." <laughs> Same though, like I, I, my, my, I was reading stuff that was more furry because I did animal role plays, but because I wanted to be a wolf when I was little. Uh, but um, yeah, little being like twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think when I wrote this, I was probably sixteen or seventeen. So good on you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a keyboard when I was that young. <laughs> so i think tackling this one little sentence at a time just yeah. like we used to do back in the olden days would be perfect yeah and um my brain's a little weird right now so when we do fix something i'll probably need help talking about what like what the error is called because i know we've talked about a lot of things yeah. you know i can do that passive voice that sort of stuff like i'm just gonna need a little help here I'm just going to edit and not know what I'm doing. I'm just going to be like doing the normal, like this is, this is what I'm going to okay. do. So we'll just yeah. do first sense. 
is well this is gonna be real easy yeah it's i'll read it for those who are doing audio it's Felana gave a glance down at her perfectly manicured black painted nails as she replied to Mal's <laughs> question. So the first thing is immediately gave a glance down. Yeah, glance down. Felana glanced down. My I, goodness. I was just going to say glanced. We don't even need the down. The down's one of those filler words. I guess. If she's looking at her, if she's looking at her fingernails and it's obvious enough where her fingernails are, then yeah. Felana glanced at her perfectly manicured oh boy i think i was just gonna say glance down at her black painted nails i don't even know if we need another if we know they're painted they're probably manicured i mean okay the thing is though <laughs> i feel like the perfectly manicured part for me for someone who doesn't know falana gives the uh, me an accurate representation of what kind of person she is so I guess I didn't, I wasn't quite so bothered by the perfectly manicured part. Okay. Um, I think the black painted part gets me and I wish, like, I wish there's a way that we could like indicate that they're black, they're painted black without saying painted. I feel like black fingernails is enough, but like. we do, Here's the other, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here um, because we talked about adverbs. Do we need perfectly? Or is it just glanced at her manicured black fingernails? Playing the devil's advocate, I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> you need perfectly if it's like, I guess, yeah, we're if she's if she's anal about it or like if she's that kind of person, you could even say meticulously, but I feel like that's an alliteration meticulously manicured. Yeah, or like, you know, I like perfectly. For me, the first time I read it kind of gave me this vibe that, oh, she's a bitch. She is. She's not a... saying that everybody with perfectly manicured fingernails is a bitch, but those are the kind of people who yeah. picked on me in high school. So that's just me. <laughs> well, and the way she's like looking down at her nails, like she's someone who takes a lot of care with her appearance and is kind of a bitch. So, yeah. I feel like it'll feel better when we get rid of that as she replied to Mal's question thing. Yeah. Because that indicates to me that Mal has already asked a question. Yes. Which means probably in the writing you don't need mm -hmm. the reply part, but I wonder yeah. if that was just part of the role yeah. play. If this was, if this was a book, cut it. Yeah. Um, this is because this was my post, and so it was the indicator that that's... That you were replying to. Was yeah. where Mal ended with a question. But in it, like I said, if this were actually a book, we don't need that because Mal just spoke. Right. So do I remove it or do I give a nod to the role players? Yeah, remove it. Let's let's pretend this was a book. It was just a very bad. Let's one. pretend it's a book. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because yeah, honestly, like if you so from this sentence, it would go straight to the dialogue. So you don't actually need. If you're somebody who's not great at writing dialogue and getting rid of the replies and says and all that stuff, like what you should know is if you have a uh, some dialogue attribution, like that somebody glancing at their perfectly manicured black fingernails while they're talking, um, you don't need to say that they say something. Mm -hmm. You can just put what they're saying next um, because we kind of get that. You don't always have to indicate that they're talking. You can say that they're doing something, keep it in the same paragraph, and then have them talk, and you don't need to attributed to saying or whatever yeah if that makes sense. yeah because that was something you know it's that's that dialogue tags versus action beats thing where instead of a dialogue tag you can use an action beat where somebody does something says something and you know the person doing the thing is saying the thing if they're in the same paragraph yes in the next bit i think i'm gonna go ahead and read the next three sentences because I think you're breaking it's breaking one of the rules where you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. I agree. And so so the next three sentences are oh actually no I have four sentences. So we have to read the dialogue. Oh, yeah. So I'm just gonna read what we have so far. Falani <laughs> glance at her perfectly manicured black fingernails. That's still a huge mouthful. We'll go back yeah. later. No, I believe he probably made it up. The attention starved fool. She brushed a lock of her dark brown, long dark brown hair <laughs> out of one of her violet eyes. Think about it. Earth, 
she gave a short derisive laugh. That planet has been practically picked clean of energy. Nothing of worth exists there any longer. I can guarantee you that. And then she sighs again. Or she sighs. This is the first sigh. There, yeah, there's there's more later. <laughs> but like, okay, so there, there is, okay. <laughs> so obviously the problem here is you're breaking up dialogue with this character doing way too yeah. much and it's super distracting. Yeah. It was, and it was at the time, again, not the best way to approach this. The rationale was, this was my way of like sneaking in what the character looks like. Not the time, not the place. <laughs> right. What? Yeah. And when I, so when I'm writing a book, when I have an issue like this, where I have my character, when I, where I want my character to be doing a lot of things, I have to like sit back and ask myself, okay, but what do I want them to do more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I think the whole line about the hair and the violet eyes just gone. Okay, is that is the hair and the violet eyes more important to you or less important to you than the manicured black fingernails? Because I think this is the thing that we have to ask ourselves as writers: what's what detail is more important? I say the fingernails because that tells you something about her personality that she she's meticulous about painting and taking care of her nails. Whereas, like, good point, the color of her hair and her eyes is just what she has right okay which we might already know yeah in in this case this and if we don't if this is a book and we don't already know then you would want to stretch that out and bring it to future dialogue so you can put it elsewhere yeah okay so we're gonna just completely remove she brushed a lock of her long dark brown hair out of one of her violet eyes because that is a whole lot and basically just a quick note so you know what this dialogue (laughs) means uh, what Mal said was, hey, this other guy in our organization of villains, like the baddie team, came to me and said, hey, he he heard about some some shit on Earth that might be dangerous to us. And that's when Valena's like, no, Earth is like a shithole. It's fine. So that's kind of what this dialogue is, is meant to be. It's not dangerous. Which is funny because just the, the brief way you just put it makes a whole lot more <laughs> sense than what's written here. Why not just have him say, no, he probably made it up. Earth is a shithole. <laughs> well, because I we may have had rules about how much you could swear. I don't remember. <laughs> we did swear. I remember that. But we may have, like, had a post limit or something. Or oh this was this was one of my first posts. I wasn't sure. That's cute. Um, but yeah, I think, honestly, that would make sense. Instead of saying, think about it, Earth, she gave a short derisive laugh. We don't need the laugh. <laughs> Cause, are you sure we don't want to keep the laugh? Well, if we do, we don't need give gave a short derisive laugh. It could just be she laughed. Yeah, that's true. We could. I the thing is, I'm biased because I love the word fucking derisive. It's like one of my fave words. So it's like, ah, uh, can't use it. We gotta take. Well, it or we can get rid of short. She gave a derisive laugh. I don't have a problem with. She laughed derisive. Well, I wonder... Just kidding. We yeah. won't do that. Sounds weird because we just used a, an adverb in the first, which we don't even know if we like that adverb. But, you know. <laughs> I'm on the fence but... about it, but no, I was going to say since this is based on Sailor Moon, she would she laugh derisively or would she do the anime villainous laugh? <laughs> I feel like if we get rid of the next sentence where she sighed as she remembered her duty, I feel like the derisive laugh might not be as distracting. That might be true. Yeah. Well, if we get rid of the sigh, yeah, I can read this. Let me read this out loud and see how it sounds, because that's the best way to do it, everybody. Yes. You read your work out loud, you feel really embarrassed, <laughs> yes, and you, you do. hear your shitty words said out loud, and you realize how shitty you are. You're not shitty. You're just thinking you're shitty. It's a, it's part of the process. <laughs> it's part of the process to think you're shitty, guys. If you don't think you're shitty, well, maybe you sh- maybe you should try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> just Give like, it a shot. Give it a shot. Like, <laughs> Join us. Join us. So let's read so far. Do you want to read it? Read it. You read what we got so far. I'm going to listen. Sure. I'll read it. Do you want me to read the, the to the end of what we have of the first quote unquote paragraph? Okay. Yep. I think okay. so. Okay. glanced at her perfectly manicured black fingernails. No, I believe he probably made it up, the attention starved fool. Think about it. Earth? She gave a derisive laugh. That planet has been practically picked clean of energy. Nothing of worth exists there any longer. I can guarantee you that. I'd better get back. 
Who knows what ruin my house may fall to in my absence? She sighed again slowly. Definitely need to get rid of the. She sighed again slowly, yeah. right? Also, just for those who are watching it on screen, <laughs> we did the thing where we use it as a dialogue tag when it's not something you dialogue. <laughs> we talked about that in our dialogue tags oh, episode where someone like, yeah, where it's like, blah, blah, blah. She laughed. Um, it was like, it actually said, you know, what ruin the house may yeah. fall into, comma, she sighed. Don't do that. If you do want yeah. them to sigh, it's period quotation marks she then capital. she sighed because they're yeah. not sighing the words yeah yeah if you write it with a comma then you're saying that they sigh the words and i guarantee if you try to sigh words it's very difficult <laughs> it's very even harder difficult. to chuckle words i've i've seen that one it sure is yes it, it sure is um so the dialogue, are we happy with that? That planet has been practically picked clean of energy. Nothing of worth, worth exists there any longer. I can guarantee you that. I would just... I think... Go ahead. What? No, do it. Say it. Say it. I, first of all, I would get rid of the practically. Okay. Okay. I just don't like it. The planet has been practically picked clean of energy. One, it reads weird because of the alliteration. Yeah. And yeah. It, it weakens what she's saying. Because um, she's like, no. That planet's pit clean. There's nothing there. When you say practically, you're kind of like softening that. Mm -hmm. Which when she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to weaken your argument. Yeah. What about the any longer? Is is that part of her dialect or should it be any more? Um, because sometimes characters might say like any longer just to get a certain accent or dialect across. I don't know if this. I was probably making trying to make her sound fancy. But more is probably more accurate because she's not really fancy right now. <laughs> Nothing of worth exists there anymore. Yeah, I, I think I was trying to make her all like hoity-toity. And that's, no, that doesn't work. And can we get rid of, so it's, I can guarantee you that. Can you just say, I, I guarantee, guarantee you that? that. Yeah, because, yeah, you can guarantee me, but are you guaranteeing me? It's like that, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> I don't know. Can, can you? you? Can you? Oh, that used Jerks. to make me so bad. Me too. We do have a note in chat about this first line with the manicured black fingernails uh, to maybe use a shade of black, such as like onyx Ooh. or something like that, which I like better because it shows that it is like, it, it gives it that- Onyx definitely sounds fancier. Yeah. Well, and it gives it that feeling of like a nail polish. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, I I can see that. I can see that. You can tell, like, you know, it's, it's a shade of nail polish. I like that. Yes, I like that, too, because we were wondering earlier how to make it seem like nail polish without saying painted fingernails. Yeah. So that, that works out really well. Good suggestion. All right, so the next sentence in our dialogue was, I'd better get back. That's fine. Yeah. Who knows what ruin my house may fall into my in my absence. This feels awkward to me. It is awkward. I'm debating whether to just cut it. Just say, I'd better get back. What if we just say, I better get back before my house falls into ruin? Well, that makes it sound like there's an imminent event. Well, I mean, it seems like she's expecting her house to fall in, into ruin. It's more like, if I don't keep an eye on all those imbeciles, they'll, they'll, yeah. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing of like, well, I better go make sure everybody's not setting the house on fire <laughs> kind of thing. More than like... Is is there a way that we can convey that instead of... Because I think that cutting it might, for what little we have here, just might remove some information. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's like a better, more um, clear-cut way of showing that she's worried about somebody dilapidating her house while she's gone without having to use a whole other sentence yeah. like i better get back before i understand you want to just cut it i know and i'm just i'm trying but to assuming think of... it's an important part of the story how do we leave it in yeah you it's know? more like... it's kind of a thing where she's a bit of a control freak and wants to keep an eye on all of she's one of those ceos who micromanages <laughs> so um so it's basically oh. like my my minions may get up to shit if I'm not there to keep an eye on them. Okay. 
all right, this is hard. I'm like trying to like put information yeah. that we can use, you know, into this sentence. I better get back. It should almost be like, I, I better, better get back get... to keep an eye on and then the name of like her leave minion. I'd better, I'd better get back to keep an eye on, on Spunky. <laughs> Spunky. You know how to summon me. Yeah, I would just go I'm straight needed. into that. You know how to summon me if I'm needed. Uh, the Mal gave a faint nod should be on a separate line if we keep it. Yes. Because that's, I think that's yeah, fine. that's dialogue. Because we need to know there's another character. Yeah, we, there's right. dialogue, Mal nods. And the reason Mal doesn't say something is because it was an RPG and I didn't want to speak for yep. someone else's character. Right. So if it was a book, I might have Mal say something small so that it's a little more active. But it's fine as it is. <laughs> I'm also going to turn this I am into an I'm because I am sounds. If I am needed. If I am needed. Ver summon me weird. verily. I'm needed. I'm needed sounds fancier. Yes. I'm needed. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. I hope this episode is going okay. I feel <laughs> weird today. I'm in a weird mood too. People so are just gonna tune out of people this. People are just one. gonna be like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Skip. I just skip it. What is it? Did somebody say in chat? Did someone give tell me that it's going great? It's going great. Oh god. Oh. And then someone says it makes sense that a villain would be lazy with their words. Yes. Good. Excellent. Okay. All right. Second paragraph. Let's see if we can do this in a timely manner. Yeah. Speed run. Oh my gosh. Well, and with that. Yeah. Well, you, well, you, you read. Okay. I'm going to let you read. I was going to say, we Let's can read. probably just cut or combine most of this. So it should go fast. Well, I just don't remember what's there anymore because I was too busy laughing about it. <laughs> okay. I'll let you absorb while I read. Yes. And with that, Felana twisted the silver band on her left hand middle finger, murmuring the words that activated <laughs> the teleportation spell. <laughs> Oh my god. The ring was forged by a member of her house, House Lycanthro. Oh. Lycanthro was renowned for their abilities as silversmiths. Felana smirked. Odd that old legends referred to silver as the metal of choice to harm shapeshifters. Her ring was also enchanted by a member of House Apocalypse to facilitate her quick arrival if an emergency meeting was called. She was engulfed by a hazy violet mist, and when it cleared, she was in her own chambers. Now, those of you who aren't watching, the reason I am laughing is because DC is like face palming on camera. This is like this is you know it's it's sad because I can see what you're trying to do. You're like you're trying to like show not tell, but also get the history of the ring in there. And like I think part of my face palming is not because I'm embarrassed on your behalf, but because like I know what it's like to be there trying to get like the information in. <laughs> Like, at the same time, like, having your character do something, and I think this paragraph is a really good look at what it looks like when you're growing as a writer and you're trying to figure that out, because you like you obviously know the rule, <laughs> um, but you're not sure how to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> I don't really know how to edit this in a way... So, I don't... I, I, I would prefer not to cut everything because I want this to be educational yeah. um, and rather help cast Avery and, yeah. and try to be like, this is what you can do to make this work. The first thing. Yeah. By cut, I'm, I mean, cut a lot of words because there are like yeah. four sentences here that can be made into one sentence and still say the same thing. Right. I think we can just get rid of the end with that. What? The, at the very, oh, very yes. beginning. We're going to get rid of the end with yeah. that. So We're going to get rid of the it end It just with starts that. with Felana twisted the silver band. I don't think we need to know which finger it's on. I don't think, I don't think so So either. just say the silver band on her finger. Um, okay. It's not now, significant which finger it's on. I think I just picked one and decided that was like the teleportation finger. <laughs> okay. Devil's advocate. This ring is really fucking important to the story, Avery. And we need to know about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm, we can still talk I'm, about the ring. I just don't think we need now, to know which finger it's on. Now, this to me looks like it's the first time we are being introduced to this ring, which to me tells me we've got to try to get some information in there just in case it is important to the story. And it is important if it's on your middle finger. So what if it is, bitch? Like, <laughs> what if it is important? You know? Oh, 
I don't really mean you're a bitch. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that the ring is important to past Avery. And I think that we should respect past <laughs> Avery and try to see what we can do to keep the writing interesting, but keep the ring in there on that middle finger. I think the left hand is a little overkill. I think that if you have that many rules around your rings, you're focusing too yeah. much on the on the rules and not enough on your story. So I'm going to suggest you get rid of that rule in your book past Avery. I don't think that rule is necessary. Okay. You know, I think that's fine. So this is a paragraph that I would rewrite, first of yeah. all, because my biggest issue with it is she's she's being engulfed by a hazy violet mist. And in the middle of her, you know, twisting the silver band and her being engulfed in that violet mist, we have like this kind of cutaway of information about this ring. Yeah. So, so, tell me if you hate this. I'll even like copy paste this just in case you hate my idea. Oh, I'll do it here. So let's say, let's say the very beginning of the paragraph, um, Balana twists the silver band on her middle finger. And immediately she is engulfed in a violet and was engulfed by a, a hazy violet mist. When it cleared, we're going to get rid of this yeah. Anne. When it cleared, she was in her own chambers. Now, we, we are at a different scene. First of all, I don't know why she's smirking. So I think I'm also going to get rid of the smirk. Yeah. The reason she's smirking is because it's silver and she's like, lol, people always, she's a shapeshifter. And she's like, lol, people used to think silver killed werewolves. But we don't need that. Not right here. I think that could go elsewhere. Not right here. But perhaps, but perhaps when she gets back to her chambers, she could smirk. What if, let's just say, okay, but I'm going to get weird. I'm going to get weird because, you know, what? why not? to keep this ring stuff. So once, once, so when it cleared, she was in her own chambers in, in private, I'm going to add this mm -hmm. in private, Belana kissed the ring. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Her special thing. <laughs> wait, wait. Her special ring. Her very, very special ring. Okay. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, wait. She never said the word that activated, activated the teleportation. <laughs> I'm going to move that up, too. So, hold on here. So, I have removed some words. Yes. I have removed some words um, to basically... Because right now, it says, like, uh, the ring was forged by a member of her house. House, house Lycanthrow. Lycanthrow was renowned... Spelled wrong. You should always do spell check. <laughs> renowned for their abilities as silversmiths. Um, and then odd that old legends referred to silver as the metal. Okay, we'll we'll get that to that later. But I changed it to okay. So this is what my new second paragraph looks like after she gets back to her own chambers. In private, Felana kissed the ring, her special ring, her very very special <laughs> ring, a ring forged by a member of her house, Lycanthro, renowned for their abilities as silversmiths. What do you think? <laughs> I like it. I don't know. This is getting nitpicky, but that very, very last a ring right after the, the dash. Alice okay. Barber says her very, very special ring forged by a member of House Lycanthro renowned for their abilities as silversmiths. Um, just because we have used ring, ring, ring. Okay, yeah, sure. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. <laughs> Banana phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So. Before I go on to this other weird edit I just made, um, there's another sentence in here that says, or that randomly says her ring was also enchanted by a member of House of House Apocalypse to facilitate her quick arrival if an emergency meeting was called. We don't need that. First of all, we already know that if it facilitates yeah. a quick arrival because she just used yeah. it. You showed, didn't tell. That's why we don't need that part. Exactly. Now, I do think that you could add the enchanted to the part right after you say who it was forged by so it sounds like a very sexy ring because you know like how people are always like it was burned in the fire and 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 iced in the freezer and then once it came out it was pink and solid and frozen no i i do think i was gonna say forged by a member of her house like anthro and re 
and enchanted by a member of House Apocalypse. I don't know if we need renown for their abilities as silversmiths. I don't think we do either. Because I that does come into the story later, but it can come up yeah. then. Yeah, and you don't want to like put too much information. Yeah. And also, honestly, if if you say it's her special ring, her very very special ring forged by a member of her house, Lycanthrill, that to me tells me that they're renowned as silversmiths because that's her very very special ring, and it certainly wouldn't have been forged by a bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, so I don't think it's necessary to put that in. Forged by some ding-dong I met somewhere. Some ding-dong over in House Lycanthrow. <laughs> you didn't say that, so we're going to guess that they're renowned. You don't need to say it. And enchanted by a member of House Apocalypse. A jewel, I, add, I added this, a jewel that had become, <clears throat> had become <laughs> a friend to her. I added that because the next line is, Odd that old legends referred to silver as the metal of choice to harm shapeshifters. If you say that it's a friend to her, and then you have that line, your reader can assume she's a shapeshifter. Which, when I first read this, I was like, wait. Wait, why does she care about shapeshifters? But if you make the ring really special to her, and then have her be like, yeah, well, you know, such so funny. I don't know. Do you agree? Disagree? I actually really like, I think this is a much stronger edit. Let's just get rid of the old one. Uh, never happened right don't know what you're talking about okay i think this is actually a pretty good edit i'm curious what is the word count it is 158 now so i we just had checked like it. 60 words out of almost 60 yeah it's 59 i can do math there's a lot of vodka in this yes good so okay. i guess shall i read this again yes read the the fixed version all right all right Faylana glanced at her perfectly manicured onyx fingernails. <laughs> no, I believe he probably made it up, the attention-starved fool. Think about it. Earth? She gave a derisive laugh. That planet has been pitched clean of energy. Nothing of worth exists there anymore. I guarantee you that. I'd better get back to keep an eye on Spunky. <laughs> you know how to summon me if I need it. Mal gave a faint nod. <laughs> Faylana twisted the silver band on her middle finger, murmuring the word that activated the teleportation spell, and was engulfed by a hazy violet mist. When it cleared, she was in her own chambers. In private, Faylana kissed the ring, her special ring, her very, very special ring, forged by a member of her house Lycanthrow and enchanted by a member of House Apocalypse, a jewel that had become a friend to her. Odd that old legends referred to silver as the metal of choice to harm shapeshifters. That's actually much much nicer and i am i'm kind of surprised that we were able to make something better out of this <laughs> you know you just kept asking me to remove stuff and i'm like no this was important to past avery we're keeping it past avery was very like involved in this world building of this of I this know. ring and the silver but that's so important important it's so important in this rpg i was basically handed the reins of like the evil castle and told you figure it out because i kept being like oh do we have an infirmary we need an infirmary and who's gonna run the infirmary i'm gonna create the character who's the nurse <laughs> i kept creating npcs around the castle and figuring out which oh areas and they were like you just you are the the keeper of the castle um but i do want to say you know that's you know editing can be hard because somebody can be like so so let's just look at me and Avery. Avery was like, cut it, cut everything, which some of your betas might tell you to do. But like, if you're a person who's like, look, I like want a less word count, but I want to keep my, my stuff. This is the sort of thing that you can do to sort of keep your babies and, and, and also remove words. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people like Avery don't understand <laughs> that we need to keep the ring on her middle finger. And that it's very special, like, because people don't give a shit about writing that's not their own. So they say, oh, you know, get rid of it, whatever. But sometimes that's not so easy for us because we don't want to get rid of it. It's, we're attached to it. So things like this, you know, that was 60 words out of, mm -hmm. you know, 217. That was almost half And we words. kept all the, the pertinent information in there, the things that were important. Yeah, we cut out her hair color, but that's something that could easily be offhandedly mentioned somewhere else yeah. in the story but we kept all of the things that were actually important to the story 
where it's yeah i'm i'm the one with like the hatchet here like just cut it all out it's bad <laughs> and dc's like no no we can make it better i'm protecting past avery's needs and desires we can keep this you're allowed to keep some things yeah and this is i'm feeling sentimental because i'm yeah i'm editing my book yeah yeah that puts you in a, a mental state um yes, of like yeah like, no i need to keep Please. it leave me alone <laughs> and it is better it is better than if i had just hacked it to pieces you have made it much stronger it is it's got it's the heart of the story is still there yes you know um it says what does the shapeshifters refer to is the fact that um sorry that was in chat someone said so then what does the shapeshifters refer to which maybe we haven't oh. made it that clear here maybe we need to address this we could I think we have a few extra words. We could make it clear. Yeah. Still... What it is is that Felana is wearing a, this enchanted ring that happens to be made of silver, but she is a shapeshifter. And in old lore, silver is painful or harmful to shapeshifters. So she's like, ah, you know, in traditional earth lore, <laughs> which they borrow from, you know, they, they think silver's dangerous to shapeshifters but i'm a shapeshifter and look at me wearing this fancy ass silver ring no, no, no. i added so a jewel that had become a friend to her regardless of her being a werewolf odd that old legends referred to silver as the metal of choice to harm shapeshifters does that make it less confusing that does make sense and if, if this was like the opening chapter of yeah. a book that would that would be helpful information yeah yeah i agree so maybe being a little more forward just plop an extra line because sometimes you're gonna have bay to be like i don't understand and yeah. and at that point you're gonna be like well what's missing so you make a little tweak just like that and you got it at least i hope we got it i hope so too but yeah i'd say that this is a this is a uh a success yay we did it it's hard to decide what to edit when you know what you're looking at and your readers don't you know yeah. like you have to Make those decisions. So appreciate the feedback. Yes. This is why you get beta readers. That's that is right. So we don't have any like quote unquote final specific thoughts about the topic because the topic was just this is kind of a combination of things we've done. So we kind of talked about dialogue tags. We talked about too many adjectives. We talked about do you know descriptions involving character keeping things clear you know we kind of combined this, a lot yeah. of different little things in this to just tighten it up and this is also a very good example of something that's really hard to talk about as far as subject wise and that's moving stuff around to get rid of words because mm -hmm. you hear it all the time you know you're like well try moving stuff around to get rid of words but what the what the fuck does that mean yeah. move stuff around i don't know what you mean but what it means is taking the sentences that worked well together and pushing them together and then being able to cut out all the middle stuff that tried to link those sentences to begin with and uh doing that you can make your manuscripts way more readable way more understandable um if you keep stuff you know sort of with a light with like sentences mm -hmm. um because we really when we first started it was really split up in that paragraph yeah. when she was moving from one place to the other so now it's all, it's fine. So much more readable. Much better. And um, as usual, when I post these on the website, the show notes will have the before and after so you can kind of compare and contrast in yeah. text. Yeah. Yeah. This was a kind of a big one. So yeah. I understand if you might, you might have to go back and look at this one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Especially since you're going to try to like skip this whole episode anyway, because of like the sad, slow way I started and. <laughs> The, the writing depression that took over just now when you're all super sad. Sometimes you gotta have some writing depression. You gotta have some sads. Yeah. I'm here to make everybody, I'm, I'm here to make writing sads normalized. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are a very yes. normal part of the process. And they are so normal. It's something that a lot of people don't share because they're not as exciting but did they happen? I think that, it, yes, I think that if you do share it, also try to find the bright side. Like try to, when you share with your friends that you're having writing sads, at least at the end of everything, be like, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to my vent. I'm going to work on this and try to get better. Instead of just 
leaving your friends to think that you're going to like stop writing all together or like, you know, you're mad at them. Cause I don't know. It's happened to us recently mm -hmm. and just, uh, you got to make sure that you try to have a, have some optimism about it at the end because otherwise you're just going to do yourself a hole you can't get out of. Yeah. Good point. Okay. So I think cool. we're good to do All our right. conclusion. And I think, let me scroll. I think that's you. Yes. Our next episode will be on April 29th. We'll discuss the line between inspiration versus copying and what we do when we worry. Is this original enough? <laughs> A very common worry of mine. Yeah. Ooh, you know what I also want to discuss in that episode? is that thing where people are like, no, I don't read books because I don't want to get ideas from other people and then use them in my own books. I want to come up with my own original ideas, which means I shouldn't read. Yeah. People say that. Yeah, well, I'm going to add that to our show notes. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, uh, but everything, you can find everything you need about the podcast at anditswriting.com. Look us up on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podcatchers, wherever you listen, you will find us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at anditswriting for episode updates and notifications. We also have a Discord group. So if you like what you're hearing and want to come chat with us, visit our website. There's a Discord link on the homepage. We'd also love it if you left us a rating or a review on any of the services that allow you to do so. Um, it does help the algorithm, helps other people find us, tell your friends about us. We would like to have more people. Yes, I have to I have to answer the introductions thing that we have on our Discord chat. Yes, you do. I tell you this about myself. <laughs> Someday. But someday. Uh but yeah, so thank you for joining us and we will see you again soon. Mm -hmm.